1: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at Current.Tech.
2: Hello, welcome everyone to The Distraction Tuesday, The Distraction Reviews. I'm Jeremy Lambert, joined by the chubby chief, Joseph Holbert, Joe... Are you ready for this? An animated film for the first time in Distraction Reviews history.
3: Am I ready for this is, <laughs> frankly, disrespectful. This is, you know, fans of the show, God bless them, they'll remember that last week I was, I was mourning somewhat the loss of draft content on this program. You know, and here I am. Not only do I have no more draft to discuss, I am instead now discussing Scooby-Doo. <laughs> And I, I'm here. I definitely watched the film we're about to review, folks. But if you told me I didn't, you could <laughs> convince me within a few minutes. So here we are. Uh, I will try my best. I have notes. And as Jeremy's informed me, he also has a game to accompany mine. So this should be quite the adventure we go on here. We have
2: two games to play. You have a yes. game. We've been playing games. We played Zigger or Zag two weeks ago, Pager Pal last week. I don't know what you have in store for this week, you don't know what I have in store for this week, because I have a game as well so this is a mystery, we're going to unmask these games at some point
3: well I like that, I like what you're doing there (laughs) I like the symmetry you're providing Uh, but at some point I do feel we're going to have to discuss this film and at that juncture I sense it could go after hours, because your energy levels currently Jeremy, are very very optimistic it it almost seems like you expect a performance from me here in the sense (laughs) that I'm going to analyse Scooby-Doo
2: no no no. you're not the artistic ace analyst anymore so I don't expect that anymore but I got glasses on Joseph so (laughs) I'm here to analyze
3: <laughs> I did I wondered if that was what you were doing there I'm unsure no. if it is no. but I like the idea that it is so for on air purposes that's the reason we're gonna yes
2: yes for on air okay. purposes I'm wearing glasses to uh, be more professional for this show and be a true analyst uh, reminder guys leave us a super chat it'll get your question, statement comment read on air it's the best way to support everything we do at Fightful uh, subscribe to the channel youtube.com slash Fightful leave us a thumbs up tap the bell for notifications plenty of ways to Support. Go to fightful.com. Go to fightful. Select Sean just interviewed Bret Hart today. That's going up shortly. I mean, I've never heard of him, don't know who he's beaten, but apparently that's a big deal. I just buried he's... like our top star on this show, like the guy we always put over. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty big stars now, though, right? I mean, from
3: what I can tell, we are. I'm not saying we're Bret the Hitman heart levels. We're on our way. We're yeah. Jim the Anvil Nighthawk at least, at this, point. <laughs> at this point in the game. I don't know. You may be Brett because you're a bigger star. You get on Reddit every once in a while. I'm definitely Jim. I,
2: I, yeah. I, I'm banned from getting on Reddit because my, <laughs> yes. my bit got banned. Uh, guys, we are here to review Scooby-Doo and WWE Curse of the Speed Demon our first animated film i gave you two choices last week and i didn't even get to my second choice because your reaction to the scooby-doo film was so great that i said all right well we're just gonna do this i didn't know how an animated film because usually we talk about the performances and stuff there's no performances to talk about there's voice performances but there's no like mannerisms and stuff to to really dive into you know what i'm saying Yes,
3: I mean, that's one issue that we certainly come into here. <laughs> the other is that, and we discussed this briefly off air, so I'm going to make my point now before you trample over it with your disagreement. We have done a lot of programming that was definitely not aimed at us. Wouldn't you agree? Like, for example, yeah. um, what was the Main Miz event. page? Well, yes, that certainly. What was the Miz page Christmas vehicle?
2: It, the Christmas film in August? Uh, Santa's Little Helper, <laughs> right? <And laughs> that's called.
3: I believe so, yeah. Films like that are clearly aimed at a younger audience. But they are made badly enough that we can get content out of them. Now, here's the thing, folks. I'm going to start off hot here with a big take. (laughs) Scooby-Doo are pretty good at this this stuff for kids, man. I mean, I'm sorry, but they're pretty competent. You know, you don't have any sort of wild uh, obstacle course closing scenes with The Miz falling over. You don't have any of that. It is animated film with Scooby-Doo. Of course, it is well-made. So you are correct. This will be quite the task
2: for our um, analysts' purposes. I'll say that much. See, you approach this as you usually do in the wrong way. Yes. In that you, I don't know, I don't know what, uh, how you are approaching this. I approach this as an eight-year-old kid because most of the time I am an eight-year-old kid. So I was ready for this film. I was prepared to enjoy okay. this film and enjoy this film. I did.
3: Okay, I have to ask now. So you watched this, you watched the first half of this before Raw, I watched correct? the
2: first hour of this before Raw. Okay.
3: So for that hour, you was an eight-year-old kid. Yeah. We agree on that much. Yeah. When you changed to Raw, did you remain an eight-year-old kid? And if so, how did you feel <laughs> when the fiend of Ray Wyatt held hands with Alexa
2: Bliss? <laughs> I loved it. I, I love love. Eight-year-old me, 32-year-old I love me. Love. I love love. <laughs> Okay, good. I'm a that's hopeless cool. romantic, Joseph. I don't know if you know this about me, but I 100% am. Okay, that's fine. That's
3: what I, I got what I wanted there. I love, love it was yeah. extraordinary. Extraordinary love. Okay. I watched um, the rest.
2: I watched the other 20 minutes of this film in the middle of Raw. I paused, <laughs> or I didn't pause. I just muted that AJ Styles and Matt Riddle match. And was like, eh. They did like 30 video packages. It's like, eh. Just watch the end of this movie. Did you realize, because I know
3: you did it on mute, but... Matt Riddle pointed out that he is quite the riddle.
2: Yeah, I tweeted this. I didn't have this segment on mute. <laughs> okay, so was
3: the bit that he doesn't get what it means to be ironic, or did the writer not get it?
2: The bit is that this man is dead in the water. That's the bit. He's he's dead in the water.
3: Oh, I mean, I right, look. This that's a that's a uh, kind of grey area. <laughs> right, you'll get no complaints from me, but yes, it's. It was certainly the lion to give a man when you're trying to send him <laughs> off elsewhere, I felt. But nonetheless, back to Scooby-Doo and the Curse of the Many Races and WWE. That's <laughs> what this is called. Should we get to the film, Jeremy? Let's Any get choice? to it.
2: Let's get to okay. it. I cannot see at all in these glasses. Um, <laughs> that's Race an style. issue. Yeah, yes. That's definitely an issue. Uh, so yeah. they. this is basically, I don't want to call it Wacky Races. Did, did you ever watch that as a kid, Joseph? Wacky no. Races? Oh my God, my my game might be might be over your head. i'm a little worried about it.
3: (laughs) Okay, that's fine That's that's why. Should we? Because here's the thing. I think everyone knows where I'm going with the games because I've set a precedent. But like my game today is like a trilogy of games. There's like three sets of a game. Should I open now Should I try to start with a game yeah, sure. in order to get some rhythm going? Sure. So we have three names that made my, my, my kind of game bald here. We have Miz, we have Michael Cole, and we have the artist formerly known as Rusev, Miro. And today's game will be, firstly, Miz or mate, Michael or mate, Miro or mate. I will now pass you the ball, Jeremy. You can tell me which of those names you'd like to start with for today's event.
2: Let's start with Michael Cole. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> Michael Cole
3: or Joey Styles? Michael or mate? Uh, Michael Cole. Yes. Correct answer. I wanted—I like <laughs> Michael. I wanted to give him like a lob. Um, the thing about Joey Styles is, as much as he is perfect the time of which he was Joey Styles ECW announcer equally bad in hindsight looking back and hearing <laughs> the screams down the, the head so I agree with you on this uh, that is the first of a trilogy set of go- there are more for each by the way we have three names for each so there's, oh there's a lot going on. so we have a lot going on <laughs> back to the film and what you were talking about wacky racing or whatever you said
2: so people people will know if they know wacky races what I'm talking about here but Stephanie McMahon has created this idea The Muscle Moto X Off-Road Challenge. All right? That's what it's called. Big branding opportunity. Stephanie is branching out on her own. She saw her dad with the XFL and the the World Bodybuilding Federation, saw how that went. She thought, let's get into monster truck racing. I don't blame her. I'm for this idea for Stephanie. This is a big ad for Stephanie McMahon, but they put her over so much in this film. Yeah, that's that's how I walked away from this film. I said, I want to grow up and be like Stephanie McMahon.
3: So, all of these wrestlers, they get introduced at different <laughs> points. And it's like, you know, like the Celtic warrior. and You, know, you have <laughs> all this stuff. And when the, the crew meets Stephanie, she's genuinely introduced as like a champion in the ring and a champion in the office. <laughs> One of the greatest women to ever live. And she like stands up and everyone cheers. And I was just like, man, this certainly feels as though it had some... Uh, some creative liberty taken with which character's got the shine here. But it all comes full circle, though, Jeremy. It does. it does. Like any great heel, in the end, the comeuppance is, is delivered. So, spoiler alert. Yes. Spoiler alert. Yeah, should clear. <laughs> For anyone that's still with us, folks, spoiler alert. So should we um, run through our cast of characters or should we just sort of touch on the relevant ones as they sort of arise during the plot here?
2: I mean, Jeremy? they're, they're all relevant, but the teams are... the. You have the legendary team... Of yeah. Dusty Rose and The Undertaker. Yes. You've got uh, Miz and Paige, you know, rekindling their Santa's Little Helper chemistry mm-hmm. in the monster truck. Rusev and Lana, which makes sense. R- Lana is a Russian accent Lana in this film, by the way. Not WWE Raw Women's Champion Lana. Uh, and then you have Sheamus, Stardust, and Gold Dust. Right? Am I missing yes. anybody? Missing any teams? Well, Kofi Kingston is a yeah. reporter. Yeah, he's a reporter on a drone, essentially.
3: So when people do like the story in 20 years and they'll be like, you know, Kofi, he went from being a mid-card guy to a tag team superstar to them being the biggest match at WrestleMania. What they should say is he went from being the reporter on (laughs) Scooby-Doo and the curse of the many races WWE to becoming... The lead I watch all steel cage match man in (laughs) WWE 2020. He did that in just four years. He achieved all that. Because here he's just a reporter. Just a a nothing reporter, bless him. And this is in the midst of the New Day. 2016, New Day is already a thing. And they just said, we need Kofi. So what are we going to do? I don't know, a reporter. We need Los Matadors yeah, instead. Los of the Matadors new day, as is there.
2: Yeah. We
3: need Los Matadors <laughs> instead. So, credit to <laughs> Kofi for becoming the cage match watcher man. That was very good. Um,
2: I did not think you were going to recall that bit. <laughs> that was tremendous.
3: Okay. Jeremy, Michael or mate?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: just... Okay. Michael Cole or Mike today. Michael or mate? In this case, Mike. <laughs> Um,
2: I'm going Mike Tanay I'm going Mike oh, Taney. Wow. Yeah, you're a big Don West guy. I feel that's. A I mean, yes, but like Taney was very good at, at that stuff. Like I think Cole is very good too, but Cole has become so much of just WWE produced that he's great. He's a professional, but Tanay actually had some type of uniqueness to him, especially in TNA yeah. working alongside Don West.
3: And also, he had the Iron Mike run where he would, like, they wouldn't ever introduce him particularly. It's just when there was a match on a WCW pay-view which had anyone that went on the top rope, Mike would just, like, slot in. And Tony would be like, here's Iron Mike, here he is. <laughs> he would do five matches on an eight-match card, and no, no one would give him any credit. So, yes, that's fair enough. Back to Scooby-Doo and the curse of the many races, <laughs> WWE wrestling. So, yes, we have all these teams. Uh, Dusty wants to make it to the pay window. And then the curse of Inferno strikes, and it beats everyone up. Correct? Is this what's happened here? Yes. Dusty got beat up pretty bad. Yeah. Then we explained that this curse like goes back 100 years or something, and there's this dead man's curve thing. <laughs> and then at this point, I was like... You're enthralled by this, Joseph. At this point, I kind of settled back, and I was like, okay this could be a, a, a sort of troublesome ride I'm on here because, unfortunately, we are eight minutes into the film and all I want to do is get to the end so I can see who this Inferno Man is so I can see <laughs> if I can make any podcast bits out of who he is. Um, unfortunately, that's not how films work. You have to watch the middle portion, generally speaking, anyway. So do you have anything to add thus far um, as we, we tackle the opening
2: portion of this, of this cinematic masterpiece? So we get we get the, the speed demon, the Inferno Man, as you said. He appears out of nowhere. He's not invited to these races sure. or anything. He's not on the rundown. He's not on the format sheet. He just appears, and he's got a scorpion car. And I thought it was going to be Sting. I thought this is how we get our big Sting-Undertaker match, it, but it's with the monster trucks. It's a callback to the monster truck bit we did on uh, the distraction this past Thursday, and I was super pumped for this. It was not like that. This guy was like, um, what's the comic book character that Nicolas Cage played? The little skull. Is he a flaming skull demon guy? Knight Ghost. Rider, Ghost Rider, something like Ghost that. Ghost
3: Rider. I want to say it's Ghost Rider.
2: All right, I don't know comic books. All right, everybody, apologies. Yeah, like that. That's kind of like what. ...what this guy was like, right? But he's in a monster truck. Yes. Okay.
3: Yes, hang on. I need to find out who this is now. Please continue. (laughs) Yes, this is what happens... ...and Dusty tries to fire back... uh, ...to no avail. Am I correct in saying? Yeah, Dusty... Ghost Rider. Rider.
2: There you go. All right. Dusty gets taken out. He can no longer compete... ...in the wacky races, unfortunately. Yeah. Then we get Scooby-Doo... ...and his crew. They get put into position... They get put in the Wacky Races. They're, they're teaming yeah. with The Undertaker. Scooby and Shaggy are now teaming with The Undertaker. His vehicle's destroyed. They got a new vehicle. They get the sub-sandwich vehicle. And then mm-hmm. we get then we get the races.
3: So the one um, slight detail you missed out on is that at one point, Primo and Epico <laughs> appear to be flirting with Thelma, which is a very interesting kind of layer to add dusty cuts like a heartfelt promo on why he's there and then he leaves and he just sort of stands in the shadows for the rest of the film looking over it all shaking his head which is fine i mean and my question to you would then be who would you rather be in a monster truck race with <laughs> dusty roads
2: in polka dots or scooby-doo and shaggy dusty roads definitely did you notice the undertaker dusty Rhodes monster truck was like half undertaker half the German.
3: i did i enjoyed that because i like the idea that like they kept the taker character is literally the taker character yeah and i like the idea that that character tolerates dusty because like <laughs> you know, like, he doesn't really help me any in the race but he's dusty he'll be fun for the ride so yes this is where we we get the stephanie the aforementioned Champion of all things humanity, Stephanie McMahon introduction, which is very fun. Um, and as you said, Scooby and Shaggy are inserted, and then they race. And the Undertaker is very good at racing. And he comes second with Scooby and Shaggy behind the authority. Correct, Jeremy? Yes. And the so... Inferno Man attacks again here, though. Big, yes. Big, big shocker. The Inferno Man <laughs> is back. So if you're if you're watching this review and you're thinking, I want to check this out. Try to ensure that you have a real good appetite for race scenes that, at some point, include a masked man putting things on fire. Because if not, it may be a bit of a slog, I must say. Yes.
2: The Inferno Man attacks Stephanie and Triple H. They they win an advantage for the second round. Yes. We get a lot of talk of uh, talcum powder, talc powder, that that comes into play at the at it the does. end of everything. Yeah, the, were you are not paying attention to the layers and the hints? That, that absolutely not <laughs> no, was I, was wrong.
3: I was too busy setting up my games to which I bring <laughs> you back Michael or mate Michael Cole or Jim Ross prime
2: for prime Michael or mate oh in, in the prime Jim Ross right
3: yeah I really did this whole game just to get that out there because I'm seeing a lot of well actually as of late like, well you know Cole was good with Taz said random WrestleChatter.net Twitter account? 31. Yeah, I don't believe... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. I I refuse this discussion. This is wrong. Listen, we all understand the issues with poor Jim. He gets confused, the names are difficult. He sees many men doing flips, he doesn't like the flips. Tony Schiavone is next to him and that pisses him off in itself. But at the same time, peak Jim... And it could be either, Pete. You could be, like, a guy who likes sports announcer gym with the steamboat flair and, like, you know, the sort of epic matches. Or you can, like, just full stone-cold fanboy gym. Either way, better than Michael Cole. Thank you. That concludes the first (laughs) of the trilogy of games. I'm assuming your game's coming last. Is that what we're doing here? Well,
2: if you have a trilogy of games that you have three, I will do my games at the end of your set. So are you ready for the first edition of my game? all right
3: i think so i'm very concerned but yes
2: mystery or machine joseph oh god scooby-doo or the flintstones wait what's always (laughs) happening
3: slow down slow down this pull things back okay your question is mystery or machine yeah Scooby Doo or the Flintstones? So, the machine will always be the alternative. Yes. To, to, to the alternative
2: cartoon. Yes. To be clear,
3: okay. <laughs> well, based on the fact that I have like recollection of one Scooby Doo episode and none <laughs> for the Flintstones, I'll take <laughs> mystery for the first here. If this
2: okay. is when you said you didn't know Wacky Races. I was very concerned because <laughs> I'm going these... to name go. these. I'm gonna name these series, and you're not gonna know any of them.
3: No, it's not my deal. i I'll try my best. I'll, I'll be in the fight. You know, chin down, hands up. I'll be here. I'll be ready to go. So, anyway, back to the motion picture here. Um, what's going on now? Uh, Dusty? Yes, we did. Did all you not stuff. have
2: cartoons in in the UK?
3: Just <laughs> nation. Yeah. No, we have no, no cartoons. I don't know. Some stuff seeps through the memory. It's very difficult. You didn't have the Flintstones what? and all those what? Saturday morning cartoons. Things. In fear of, of dismissing you here, Jeremy, and blaming this podcast, <laughs> I think in the nine months of trying to collect information for this show, I have perhaps lost everything else. <laughs> All right. I don't know anything. I have no idea about anything else. But I'm aware that I once reviewed a Taylor Swift like trilogy of songs. <laughs> so that's like my like pop culture side of the brain now. I have nothing else. I have nothing else to add. So anyway, I will try to play your game. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so back to the film here. As I look at note 8 of my 12 um everyone then does that deal where they turn on each other right jeremy can you explain what happened here because i don't think i know what was happening when everyone was arguing they were in a food
2: fight is what happened yeah they got into a food fight because you know it's wwe and every film we review remember our theory every film in existence has a food fight this film has a food fight because of course it does
3: it does there's (laughs) I'll say this much, because this sounds like I'm doing like a kind of, you know, I hate this film bit, 100% not true, because there's fun moments here, right, and all of the WWE superstars are pretty great in their, like, being WWE superstars in a cartoon set, like, Rusev is a glorious cartoon character, would you not agree? Yes, yes. Obviously, Goldust and Stardust goes without saying, I just, you know, it's it's a tough, this is a tough act, (laughs) by the way, I want to be clear now. So when we get to the end of this show and I have to pick next week, I may end up, like, really damaging myself with the options I give you because there's a choice deal. <laughs> but anyway, we'll get to that later. Uh, what happens then, Oh, and then um, we have the deal where the Inferno Man, he, like, it appears he's among them because he goes to do something in the Dead of the Night.
2: Yeah, he cuts... Which causes
3: the Go ahead.
2: Yeah, he cuts uh, one of the lines. He cuts it on the authority truck, which, is, which yeah. comes back around at the very end yes and this leads to a big battle scene with the miz and yes
3: he applies the figure four leg lock. <laughs> and then the inferno man um he, he escapes hang on a second i, I, I a different call sorry about very popular I, you know sometimes <laughs> when i'm doing scooby-doo shows like <laughs> so people come in like i really want to talk about scooby-doo so anyway yes he escapes um and the miz is left befuddled yeah, As his amazing figure four has been <laughs> escaped. And I assume that, I can only assume that that was like, you know, I think they're having some fun a few times here. There's one later that I think is either a great inside bit or is just a tremendous piece of unintentional comedy. And I'll get to that later. But for now, I move to game two of my trilogy. <laughs> Your options are you can play Miz or mate or Miro
2: or mate your choice let's do Miro let's save the best for last
3: okay <laughs> okay this, this is a real I mean you talk about blockbuster names here folks <laughs> AW Stars Collide Miro or
2: Jake Hager Miro or Mate w- what am I basing this on like right it's a grey area right because
3: yeah. Reed big gold match at Wrestlemania like maybe so for the sake of
2: fun to <laughs> um oh. You don't wanna say it, right? No, I don't. I'm I'm gonna just go Miro. Look, Hager <laughs> his his peak was he had the title match at WrestleMania. At least Miro was somewhat consistent in WWE as like a staple. And he yeah. did he did better in his personal life as well. So yeah, we're going yeah. Miro. <laughs>
3: um Have you considered that you're wrong and actually, since being an <laughs> AW, Jake Hager has found himself
2: as a top star? Did you know this? I've read online. Jake, this was Jake Hager did. Did you read JR's blog? Is that where you read that from? <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, it was right after the part about you picking him over Michael Cole. That was very <laughs> crazy. Um, hell of an athlete, by the way. Big upside. He's 40 now, but he's got a hell of an upside. Anyway,
2: he's fighting in Bellator like next weekend.
3: Yeah. Hell of an upside, great athlete, but that's enough about Robert O'Neill's draft selection. (laughs) Back to Scooby-Doo
2: and the many
3: race filth. Okay,
2: well, the sub we in the second race, the sub is falling off the cliff and is going to get destroyed. Kofi is very worried in this scene by the way he's on the drone and he's just floating over giving the play-by-play to the to the team they're trying to call the michael cole's trying to call the end of the race but then he's like let's go to kofi and uh check out what's going on with this near death we have these as these people plunge uh down down the river down this cliff um i just thought i'd put that out there because i enjoyed this scene (laughs) I enjoyed Kofi also, flying around on the drone, giving updates as the the, <laughs> the sub sandwich was going over the, the waterfall.
3: That's fair. Is this also the race in which Triple H like just gets into his gear all of a sudden? He's like, I'll be... What does he say? <laughs> what is he, what's the line
2: he has, Jeremy?
3: It's like, you want to play games? Yeah. Play at the game or something like that. And
2: yeah, like, I am the game. The music plays. I there's, am the game. There's multiple scenes where he... He's, he's in his suit he's always in his suit but when he's ready to battle he just you know he just hulks up and the suit tears away and he's just in he's in his gear <laughs> he's always prepared i mean yeah. you know that, that's good always bring your gear he just wears his gear underneath his suit i wonder if he does that in real life like when we see him on smack he was on smackdown this past weekend uh this past friday when he was on smackdown He was. They introduced the show. Joseph watched the product. Him and Stephanie. Oh, yeah. Women's wrestling leader, uh, rights activist, Stephen McMahon. Uh, They introduced the show. And he was in his his suit. I wonder, you know, things got a little out of control in that opening segment. If Mm. Triple H would have just started stripping down and then we got the game. We got the game ready to go.
3: I do have a theory that he has like a personal Money in the Bank briefcase. And he is convinced Vincent Man, that that stipulation's is a shoot. And if anyone ever gets too over, he'll be like, "Just shaking it next time. <laughs> like, Any thoughts? Any f- maybe? Maybe now's the time. You should Bring use that
2: back. now, honestly. <laughs> Not because <laughs> the guy's getting too over, but because I don't yes. know what else they're doing with it.
3: Wow, imagine Drew versus Triple H. They just did the exact same promo archetype for like four months. Just the exact same, like, walk back and forth across the ring about how damn good everyone is, and oh my, it'd be wonderful. We're anyway. watching
2: it now with Orton and Drew. Hey.
3: <laughs> Miro or mate? Miro or NXT announcer Wade Barrett? Miro or mate?
2: Um, We're going off of career still? Or are we going <laughs> off number one pick? I don't
3: know. Whatever, whatever makes you grin widest, I don't care.
2: <laughs> we're going with miro i wade barrett never and didn't didn't do a whole lot once once the nexus thing kind of ran its course and they got buried it was like all right the bad news barrett itself was kind of fun but uh you never was miro. a fan of the core what the core who do you not remember huh? the core? no what is the core
3: it was the illustrious faction that followed nexus and certainly lived up to the expectations that preceded it that really great sounds stuff.
2: sounds amazing yes
3: yeah it had um such stars as ezekiel jackson <laughs> um it had pure honor title man pj black contender for that for that prestigious crown wow i believe he was there um someone else there was other people there maybe heath was in it i can't remember this is a long Look, I remember that, but you asked about the Flintstones. No, <laughs> out of the game, out of the game. Um, back to Scooby Doo. Um, are we at the final race of the film?
2: I'm very concerned that we're at the final race of the film. Um, I think so because we had the big okay. fight scene. We had the we had the team mix mix up there. Uh, Miz is now teamed with Rusev, and Paige is teamed with Lana. Correct? Aren't aren't those the teams? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, and Lana and Stardust. is like an
3: inside woman. She's like trying to get Rusev to win. Remember this for the for the Pride of Russia.
2: Yes, yeah. She she wants to make sure her man wins. You know, mm. credit to Lana.
3: Yeah, but so this is when they were trying to pretend that Rusev
2: was Russian, right? Well, yeah, Ron, Lana, Lana, Lana's doing the Russian accent. Yeah, but what I'm saying
3: film. is, he's like, you know how for a while. For most of his run, he was the Bulgarian brute, right? Yes. But at one juncture, I'm pretty confident he was just framed as being Russian.
2: I'm be wrong. I he know. was. He he was just full on Russian when he first came in.
3: How do you just change that stuff, though? That's not like. You, I don't. You know, Kofi was vicious.
2: Jamaican, and now he's just, you know, oh. Kofi Kingston. So when you think about concepts like that, it really does make. You Dominic Dijakovic was a, a dude. A, and now he's a, wearing a mask, and he's called T Bar. Yeah, still
3: just... he was a dude. He's still a dude, just with a mask. Great stuff. Gonna love him. Wish him best. Wish him the best. God bless him. Anyway,
2: Lana so just boy. had a Russian accent, and now she's just a, a TikTok dancer with no Russian accent.
3: You're a big fan. I I, I felt bad when I watched Raw this morning. I don't want to get into Raw. Whatever
2: we do, just not discuss. Well, I mean, we're not going to discuss it on Thursday. So true. <laughs>
3: And I was watching as poor Lana fell short in a courageous feat effort to become a Raw Women's Champion. So I, all fun. I could think was poor Jez out there sitting through Raw for this. And all he gets is a couple sharp kicks to the spine <laughs> and a submission finish.
2: <laughs> me, and, me and tape machines were very, very disappointed over this. It should have happened. People I think people got worked into thinking it was gonna happen because I posted that that image and they were like, Don't do this, don't do this. I was like, I don't think it's gonna happen, but I was I was rooting for it. I was rooting you know my you know my pitch, Joseph. Eva Marie, Melina, Lana, BSS, best star stable, make it happen.
3: I love that you did that on (laughs) last week's last (laughs) Thursday show, which was like this really like analytical program well, Paul Willard prepared this whole list and you just here, here he is he's looking at his notes and meanwhile in Gotham over there you're doing this whole deal about like you know then Melina and then the, yeah. it was incredible stuff by the way tape machines and I hope for his sake he never sees this but his Twitter bit about Lana he's glorious would you agree? The WWE C- superstar yeah, C-J, Perry, CJ
2: Lana Perry <laughs>
3: it's great speaking of great Miro or Mate? Miro or Hurt Business Mouthpiece? M-V-P. Miro or Mate? I don't remember any of MVP's like first run. You don't remember his famed hot dog eating contest with Matt Hardy? <laughs> no, I don't. You don't remember his famed one-on-one basketball game with Matt Hardy?
2: <laughs> Actually, I do remember that. Yes, good, yeah. good. Of course, yeah, I remember sense, the totally. basketball stuff, not the hot dog <laughs> eating stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah, so I assume you're taking Miro
2: then, okay? No, I'm taking MVP. Miro never had a basketball game, right? Did Miro big ever play? Clippers fan. He is a big, big Clippers. Clippers fan. Poor guy. Tough. Yeah. That's tough. That's
3: tough. I mean, I I sympathize with him in that regard, yeah, but that know. is, you know, that's certainly tough. Big Montrezl Harrell guy too. Yeah. Then my sympathy drains at that point. I just think you
2: know you're asking. For- I don't have any sympathy. Period, for him. Yeah, it's true. Not when it comes to the basketball stuff. No, I don't. <laughs> yes. Reminder guys, well, you can
3: you have sympathy for his WWF booking you. Yeah. Like, Just to be clear with the basketball stuff. <laughs> the it, yeah, that was out of all. Yeah, with <laughs> this basketball
2: <laughs> fandom, I have no sympathy. Like, you you chose that team. But look, my team's not in a great position. I mean, we own your entire future.
1: You have one unheard message. <laughs>
3: Shots fired. I hope he responds on, on uh, the Twitch like he does to all
2: Ben Carter signing rumors. But anyway, <laughs> Reminder, Thanks. guys, leave, uh, let me get these plugs out of here, Joseph. Let I me try to so. be professional for at least two yeah. minutes or so. Uh, <laughs> subscribe to the channel. Leave us a super chat. Uh, get your question, comment, statement read on here. It can be about Scooby-Doo. It can be about Raw last night. It could be about anything. You know, just, just leave us a super chat. We appreciate that. Joseph will do more funny things in his accent. People like that last week. Wow, wow. I, I used Vestible. Vestible? Is that how yes. however you say it? I used it in an article. I'm a man of my word. What was the article? Uh, it was the Monty Brown promo article. Oh, man. We should talk about Monty Brown.
3: We should, should we should. do that promo as like a film review? <laughs> just do it like frame by frame. Your fault. Um, anyway, back to Scooby-Doo. So we're at the final.
2: We agreed we are at the final race, correct? Yes, we're at the big final race. Let me first say this: we're at the big final race because uh, because we've skipped over a lot of important plot points here. As they're trying to, as they're trying to solve this mystery of who it is, they notice Vince McMahon is always you know going elsewhere, and so they're wondering if Vince is the is the Fire King demon here. Uh, yes. then they're wondering, like, why, why is he doing this? It's already his race. He's already making money. They're basically portraying Vince as a greedy man saying, you know, he's going to make money off of this race and he's going to win this race to get that mm. money as well. Uh, so Vince is like kind of the lead suspect here. That's, that's one plot point. There was another one. Oh, the other one was the authority keeps winning these races, right? So they're supposed yes. to have an advantage in the, in the final race. Cause they've won the first two and then it, the, before the final race they're just like nope you don't get any advantage it's not happening so yeah. the first two races kind of seemed pointless
3: wasn't it more than two it feels like it was like eight races. no there was sting. two races there was two races okay so your so we agree vince was the kind of leading suspect on the program who was your leading suspect internally on your big board of suspects sting. Draft
2: it was sting, sting. yeah <laughs> Was you
3: a little bit suspicious of Dusty Rhodes? Because he always looked... He was always, like, standing in the shadows. <laughs> sting. <laughs> That's definitely the sting yeah. that fell off the stage in Scooby yeah. Doo. <laughs> On fire. Um, Steve Baldwin, he's got kids, as Scott Hudson famously told us. <laughs> Back to Scooby-Doo. So I was suspicious of Who was yours? Who did you think? You, you
2: thought it was Dusty? Okay. Because
3: he was always sort of lingering, wasn't he? And he was constantly yeah. going on about the curse, and it was like, well, "What's the, you know, what's the deal with Dusty? Are you gonna do something about the curse? Are you gonna just keep whining about it?" But it was not Dusty. No. I
2: actually don't know what happened. Did Dusty like get it there. the final scene? Yeah, he was there. I'll was tell it y- like a triumphant moment? Yeah, I'll tell you about it when we when we get there. Thank I invited, I, I wanted, uh, I invited Cody Rhodes on this program today, and he was a coward, and he ducked me to talk about this film. Ducked us to talk about this film. Open invitation to any film review, any star of that film, to come on our show and review the film with us. We li- we will not talk about anything else. We just want to talk about these films.
3: Well, that's the problem. I mean, sources say that Cody <laughs> assumed we would ask about the women's division,
2: he was like, no, way. it's not <laughs> happening. I'm not, no Every- more, everybody no let more. Cody know. Text Cody, tag Cody. He gave us phone number that one week, right? That was kind of a strange little bit they did. Message Cody. You don't remember this? Go to like text me now and get exclusive AEW updates or something. Um, that 9 one hundred nine eight nine ninety nine hundred for Cody Rhodes AEW updates. Um, yeah, let, let Cody know we just want to talk about this movie with him. Tell him to DM me and I'll bring him on right now.
3: So I was thinking the other day about what the All Elite uh, Wrestling should do with Jim Ross if they ever like because he has a long contract. right? And if it ever gets to a point where he just can't be in the booth, like what could he do? That was six and months like ago. My, my logical approach would be like, okay, he does the sit-down interviews. But then I came to the thought that he should be the hotline guy. <laughs> the Ross and report. Like, yeah, and I don't want him to like ramp up his delivery. Like, I want him to sound completely uninterested. I want him to be like, yeah, there's a PWG guy we want to sign. Or something like that. <laughs> call the call the hotline, uh, and he it, it like runs footage of him doing flips, and he's just like, "Yep, yeah, there's another one, another <laughs> one coming." in. Just, you know, just, just, and then you know the famous shot where he where he looks towards the camera on the show he did with Ruse back in the day. You know the famous talking about WWF show, like just every segment has to end with that, no matter how much he doesn't want to do it. This is what I would do if I was. And it's not even poking fun at Jimmy, it's just the thought of it is too funny to pass up now that I've gone out and considered it. Anyway. Like after
2: you, you sold me on that, yeah, we want to sign a PWG. you sold me right there. I will subscribe to Jim Ross's uh, hotline if if that's what what I'm getting
3: (laughs) Sources say we're tied to another luchador, great stuff. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> give me like an excited Jim Ross. First, let me read the super chat from Tim Traver. who says, "Good afternoon, my fightful fan." Like, "Good afternoon, Tim. I hope you are doing Good well afternoon. on yes. this Tuesday." Give me, give me like an excited Jim. They're they're going after uh, a former college football prospect. Offensive
3: friendship landsman. <laughs> our friendship <are> <laughs> friends
2: <are> but... <laughs> That's what i Get the
3: oh, football! Get the football, uh, man! One of my favourite Jim Ross ever in when it was like a WCW match. He's with Ventura, who didn't like working with him at all. and was just like, every person that came out, he would just tell you where he played football. And Jesse was like, where did Cactus Jack play? <laughs> Jim, poor Jim was just like, oh no. Like, he couldn't believe that Jesse was going to do this to him on air. Oh, glorious oh the, the famous story is that the Scooby Doo star, The Undertaker, when he was told Jim was coming to the WWF, famously said, He better not talk about me playing power forward." <laughs>
2: and
3: that is the best thing ever. That's the best thing he's ever said, and it wasn't even on air. Anyway, that's, that's it. That's that. Back to this
2: <laughs> thing. Um, we, we've, done, we've done Miro and Mate. Uh, Mystery or Machine, Joseph? Yes. Scooby Doo. Or the Jetsons? You remember my answer for the other one?
3: About how I remembered one episode of Scooby-Doo and none of the other?
2: Yeah.
3: Scooby-Doo. i go Mystery on this one. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeding here. Um, so the Inferno Man shows up again, and he kicks ass, <laughs> and then the Undertaker comes out, and they do the animated equivalent of Luther and Jake Hager flashing <laughs> in the AEW main event last week. And it's almost one of those things you think, i to see what this looks like. But there's a sort of awkwardness to it of two men that have never quite locked on. So it, was, it was quite the, the image. So here they were uh, going back and forth and then eventually the Undertaker does a tombstone or something and they pipe in this is awesome Chance," which <laughs> was, pretty, was pretty impressive. Um, have I missed anything in the final race before we get to the big reveal? No.
2: No. Okay. Wait, I need wait, to wait. okay Shaggy and Scooby have to drive the car, right they're driving the car and they get the advice it's a mystery machine now because the sub the sub is drowned drowned uh they they're driving the car and the track is the pretzel so they know the track because they know the pretzel and Shaggy are, delivers yeah. the line I know the track like the back of my stomach I don't know why this line got me. It's something okay
3: i i have no answer to that so i'll simply say ms <laughs> or mate ms or the big red machine kane ms or mate
2: oh uh, he's, he's got his game show he's in all these great films he's doing great kane is i don't know what he's doing or mask like his whole kid. career can't wear a mask now for some reason
3: in ten years, when people make the distraction Wikipedia pages, they're going to log the results of these games, and it's going to have like Miz via not becoming mayor. <laughs> Close brackets. That's it. That'll be that be the result of this one. That's fine. Um, I guess it's time to do the reveal, right? Of who was the who this was.
2: Should we do that now? Well, we got We got to get to so we got the big battle between the Undertaker and the Demon after the race is over. By the way, the Mystery Machine has won big deal, great job by them so we get the big match between the Undertaker and not Sting Undertaker hits the last ride, hits the tombstone and once he hits a tombstone the fire is extinguished, and this man's head, he has like a red head with fire and stuff, yeah. he gets tombstone and then he just comes like ice white and that's yeah. that's it that's the big battle, that's all that's all I need, Undertaker what? the, the Scooby Doo streak lives, 1 and 0 do you want an explanation from me? It seemed that you were sort of, <laughs> It seemed that you was hoping I'd I wanted you to break down yeah. this match. What did you give this match, Joe? Well, how did you rate this match?
3: Well, I think the Inferno Man can really sell. But I was disappointed to see The Undertaker <laughs> return to his sort of early 90s prototype of just not doing anything in matches. That was disappointing for me. But I... I assume it's one he'll reflect on fondly when he makes his documentary and retires in 35 years, won't you, Jeremy? I'm sure he'll look back on the classic tilt with the Inferno
2: Man. (laughs) Do you think this was better or worse than his match with Giant Gonzalez?
3: It's better. Was it better or worse (laughs) than his match with Triple H in Australia about two years ago? Oh,
2: 100% better, because this is like a two-minute match, and that was a 52-minute match.
3: The best moment of the Last Ride series by far. (laughs) was when like all these matches Taker concedes defeat and he's like, yeah, it sucked. Terrible match. Wasn't ready for it. He walks out of there with that match Triple H. He's like, that was old school. That was a classic. We just had a classic out there. And it's like, these two guys are out of their mind. Like the crowd sat there in silence almost until that that horrid, that spot that Triple H loves where he like grabs the sledgehammer and the other man grabs his own weapon and it's like, wow, what Titans these two fellas are. But what... (laughs) An incredible scene anyway
2: I disagree the last uh, part of the last ride is, is still uh, the Goldberg match that they don't mention by name that is actually a war that they went to
3: I almost died, I almost died out there in Saudi man I, I, didn't, I almost didn't come back from Saudi you, people will never know what I went through in Saudi incredible scenes Jeremy we we just recently mentioned this man, Miz or mate, Miz or his actual mate, Cody Rhodes.
2: I thought you said John Morrison. Um... No, he's banned. <laughs> okay, why why is why is Cody Rhodes his actual mate? What kind of they're pals, aren't they? Are they? I have no idea. I thought that was the group, the friendship group was like you know Dolph. All of those guys, they're all pals. Oh, I just assume Cody dropped them when he went to the Indies and AEW and stuff. You think they're still pals? I don't know. I don't really care to be honest. But I mean, Miz. (laughs) Hey, I'll do it again.
3: We mentioned this guy earlier, Jeremy. Miz, or definitely not a friend of his
2: anymore. (laughs) Cody Rhodes. Miz or mate? Um, you gotta go. I'm gonna go Cody. Miz has obviously had the much stronger WWE career. Cody is, I mean, Cody's doing his own reality show and stuff now. He's on game shows and whatnot. He's doing, hes very. Yes. Miz could not do what Cody did. I will say that much. What, the neck tattoo? Yes, 100%. The neck tattoo. <laughs> okay. Miz could never agree. pull, dyeing his hair and the neck tattoo. Actually, you know what? I got to go Miz. He was on the challenge, challenge legend, The Miz. I don't know why I'm betting against The Miz here.
3: I would really enjoy an alternate universe in which we just switch Cody and Miz (laughs) and Miz did this whole thing. Miz had the ring of honor and all that. That'd be quite the same. Um, Anyway,
2: have we said who did the crime yet? No, we're we're at the big reveal now. So they laid him out with the tombstone and then they, you know, they tie him up or they hold his arms or whatever. So they could pull the mask off. And who is it, Joseph? Who, who The demon... The speed demon fired man.
3: It was Hunter Paul Hurst Levett, (laughs) Helmuth.
2: Was. Triple H. Triple H was behind it all. And the reason being... Um... I don't even remember what the reason... The reason... The legitimate reason was... They wanted to win. Which made no sense to me... Because they were winning... As the authority. So... Why did you need to do this whole bit... If you were already winning, I did not understand that at all. They had um, big, uh, what do you call it? airbag dummies of themselves, yeah. and that's how the talc powder came into play. They were steering the, the the authority machine with just like, you know, Stephanie was in the passenger side steering just with her hands while the big dummy Triple H was in the driver's seat just just sitting there. That's how. Yeah. That's how they were able to to circumvent. Like, oh, we saw you both in the the vehicle. So how did this happen? That's how it happened. Everybody.
3: Why did Stephanie
2: make friends with Daphne? Was that explained? I don't know. If Stephanie made friends with. I think Daphne just admired her because why wouldn't she?
3: But wasn't she trying to like? Oh, I don't know i you trying to gain her trust
2: or something i don't think that i don't think there was it went that far i think it was just we both come from rich backgrounds we have that in common i want to be you when i grow up i want to be a billion dollar princess and the creator of women's wrestling
3: that's that's fine um the inside bit that i mentioned was that the film closes with vince mcmahon singing the national anthem yes which is glorious because Vince would never even listen to the National Anthem, <laughs> let alone sing it. Why would he do that when America the Beautiful was available? Never. <laughs> never would he ever.
2: That is why Yes, that is why Vince McMahon has had sauntered off in those moments yeah. before the races, because he was taking singing lessons to get the national anthem down.
3: That's actually what happened, isn't it? When you yeah. initially started saying that, I thought you was doing a bit, and then I realized no, that is actually it. This is Scooby Doo, isn't it? I've just realised. Okay,
2: Miz Night. wait wait you want to know what happened with because are we done with the film review or is do you have anything else well, we always thought about half an hour ago, <laughs> what do you want to add? you asked where dusty was at the oh, end yes, of right. all this he does get a big triumph here because the mystery machine wins they get the the prize money and everything and they decide the scooby-doo gang decides to give their half to dusty Rhodes because of everything he had gone through so they said, we, we support Dusty in his American dream, so we're going to give him our share of the prize money. And then Dusty's there, and he's like, oh, thank you, baby. And then that's pretty much it.
3: What was his what was his
2: thing that he wanted to do with the money? He's was about his grandkids, right? Oh, Wasn't Dusty? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what Dusty wanted to do for the money. I remember what Undertaker wanted to do for the money. Do you remember what Undertaker was going to do with that money, Joseph? I do not, no. He was going to open up a puppet show the Ah, undertaker loves puppets
3: i have to go sidetrack here i know on this show right (laughs) is the fiend's mask a clown mask genuine question that has become a confrontational element of my personal life please help what is it if it's not a clown mask exactly this (laughs) is becoming like an actual a friend of mine and i will not name him because it could shame him in this case is convinced that I am wrong about calling it a clown mask. Even when I explain to him that he has a cartoon hammer, he says, no ma- No way, no clown mask.
2: What is it, it's just a scary a mask. mask? I mean, it's a scary clown mask, he does, but he it's he does a clown this mask. One.
3: He goes, oh no, it, the fiend, the exact definition of the fiend is an evil spirit. What are we doing here? That's the name <laughs> of the fiend, it's a clown mask. What's, what's happening? Jeremy, I'm right here, aren't I? Please, please just confirm to me. I'm correct. This is a clown mask. You're correct. About. It's a clown
2: mask. Okay. I don't know anyway. what else it would be if it's not a clown mask.
3: Miz or Mate? This is a controversial one. The Fiend? Fiend one. This is... Are you doing The Fiend? No. No, definitely not. This is the sort of thing they should have done
2: on WWF backstage. Miz or CM Punk? <laughs> Miz or Mate? Wow. Yes. Uh, only only one is headlined WrestleMania, so I got to go with that guy.
3: Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Poor Phil just put his arm through the wall in rage. <laughs> he was with us all the way, but that was, that was a step too far. I mean, he would be great. We should get him as a guest, and he could come on, and he could be like, yeah, the women's division's good. NXT's pretty fun. Uh, oh, that's all my takes for modern wrestling. we were like, yeah, great start. <laughs> Clip it up, guys. Punk is back in the game.
2: Well, if you pick a CM Punk film for next week, I will I will extend the open invitation to him oh, nice. to join us for whatever film he's in.
3: You have three options for next week, but do you want me to rate this film first. Is that what you'd like me to do first? Is that like, well? Take- let
2: me let me get to Mystery or Machine. Oh my okay. God! <laughs> okay, yeah, Mystery Sco- or Machine, Scooby Doo or Yogi Bear. So.
3: On the other two, I had that answer, right, where I said I remember like one – and the one episode I remember was the Harlem Globetrotters, I believe. I have no recollection of Yogi Bear. Not once do I remember watching it's What did you reason. watch on Saturday mornings, Joseph? Apparently, WF SmackDown, the way it turned <laughs> out in my life. I don't know, man. I, and the thing is, I'm not even doing a bit because I would really enjoy playing the game. I have no memory of the show. <laughs> i mean i'm aware of them i'm not saying i've never heard of them i'm just saying i never remember in my life watching them <laughs> so that being said it's a clean sweep for mystery who takes it freeze it um do we rate the film now jeremy i'm very confused
2: yeah let me uh find my phone here and okay. pull up the ratings okay this has been quite the
3: quite the fiasco as i
2: as i said <laughs> we've done okay we've made
3: it through thus far
2: all right scooby-doo it's such a long title
3: yeah, it's very unnecessary. Okay. I mean,
2: this is a difficult one because this is
3: a competent film. And that isn't usually our jam here, right? However, it is not competent in the way where I, like, thoroughly enjoy it because it's a Scooby-Doo film. <laughs> so, for that reason, I'm looking... I'm thinking of five... But I want to first know what I've given a five to, which I think I asked you. You ask day.
2: that literally every single yes. week. Yes. Five has no holds barred. Suburban yeah. Commando, twelve rounds two. Santa's Little Helper, ready to rumble.
3: Well, I think Santa's Little Helper is a good ally to this because this is obviously better, objectively. But I enjoyed Santa's Little Helper more because I enjoyed the fact that we watched four Christmas films in a row in August. So for that reason, I am going with five. For Scooby-Doo and the Curse of a Thousand Races.
2: Before I give my rating, we have a super chat from Jabber okay. JTG who says, "Retribution versus New Blood, who wins?" Have a good one. Who wins, Joseph?
3: Oh my goodness, this is the stuff of dreams. Okay, <laughs> I think we both agree Retribution is much more talented, right? Like piece for piece.
2: I don't even remember who
3: was in New Blood. Saying that, no, because I'm thinking of the natural born thrillers. New Blood was just like 100 guys. Yeah. Oh my god, New Blood would murder them. They, they've
2: got like 50 dudes on there. I mean, day. Retribution has 50 dudes too. They have like four main guys, but then they got all those people underneath the mask. Right. They got the this little kid who scary. showed up uh, that first week. little little tiny dude.
3: This is too serious a question for me to just skim over. I am headed now to the New Blood Wikipedia page <laughs> as I try to figure out. If this is quite the dominance, that I. Oh my good god, the members is extraordinary. I'm going to list all of these off to you right now. Top on the list David Arquette. Mike Awesome, Buff Bagwell, Bam Bam Bigelow, Peak New Blood 2000, <laughs> Booker T, Crowbar, Disco Inferno, Shane Douglas, David Flair, Goldberg, Brett Hart man, I don't think that's even true. Do you have any recollection of Brett Hart being the no new blood? no recollection
2: Board? of Brett Hart being the new blood. No.
3: Hoovy, Horace Hogan, Mark Ginger, Johnny the Ball, Chris Canyon, Billy Kidman, Conan, Ernest the Cat Miller, Ray Mysterio Jr., Sean O'Hare, Chuck Palumbo, Reno, Mike Sanders, Sean Stasiak, Lance Storm, Vampiro, Big Vito, The Wall, leaders of the new blood, Eric Bischoff, Vince Russo, Jeff Jarrett, managers, I'm not even going for. The new no blood is is destroying, destroying Rich Let, let me client.
2: let me let me ask you let me ask you a very important question though, Joseph. Okay. We know the new blood can drop blood from the ceiling, right? We know yeah. they can do that.
3: Yeah, they
2: can. Can can they screw with all the lights? Can they screw with the production? You know, can they? You know, they shut the lights off. They come back on. Can they do that? Can they? Do they have molotov, molotov, molotov cocktails? Do they have cinder blocks that they throw through a window? And once that window is smashed, they throw the cinder block through that same window. Another cinder block. Do I they? Mean, can they do that?
3: I don't think it matters because if you're in the arena, they can drop blood on you. So like, even if the lights go out, but the blood is
2: but they by. have a hacker. Yeah, they have a hacker though. So what if the new blood is in the ring and then the hacker from retribution or anybody from retribution, because it seems like they were doing this even before they had a hacker drops mm. the new blood on the new blood. Then it's trouble.
3: Yeah. But there are some guys on that new blood roster that don't need to be hacked anytime soon. Not will tell you that much for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, there's certainly elements to it that are sort of dangerous for the new blood, but generally speaking, they have about a hundred guys in their army and retribution, since they were given contracts, has come down to about five people now. <laughs> and the clown they've beat lost, them all up. They've
2: actually lost a member since. I, mean, I guess they gained a leader, yes. but they lost a member since signing yes. contracts. It depends on what we're talking. If we're doing just a straight-up wrestling match, New Blood, the their top guys are going to beat anybody from... I mean, Retribution can't even beat the Hurt Business right now, okay? They, yeah. they ain't beating Cedric, Janitor Cedric Alexander. They ain't beating Bret Hart and Goldberg, all right, folks? If we're talking about, like, a mental tactical warfare here, I'm taking Retribution.
3: You're out of your mind. <laughs> They've got the, the leadership trio of Vince Russo, Jeff Jarrett, and Eric Bischoff.
2: Look, I agree there's a lot of potential there.
3: I agree. It's like the San Antonio Spurs coaching (laughs) staff in wrestling. What
2: did they do with the new blood, though, besides just drop a bunch of blood down? They didn't do anything with them as the leaders. I've seen what Retribution can do. They earned a pay per view name
3: that they wasn't even around long enough to to make it to. That takes skill, doesn't it? (laughs) No. They're long gone. Where's Retribution rising? Not happening. Doesn't (laughs) need it. Everyone knows that.
2: Did you see that promo by Ali last night? Everybody's pumped for Retribution. They're on track, baby.
3: Yeah. I mean, if you missed the first hour of the show, you'd be like, wow, this is really starting to pick up now. <laughs> but unfortunately, I assume you were supposed to see that other stuff. So... Yeah. Anyway, that's for Thursday. And by for Thursday, I mean we'll never talk about it on the show. So, yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, okay. have a, we have a super chat from Drew Nicholas who says, the next Scooby-Doo and WWE movie should have best tale in the business Baron Corbin as the villain. He's already booked as a Scooby-Doo villain on TV anyway. That's fair, actually. It, it actually
3: would be great, I must say. <laughs> I mean, he's... There are moments where you have to catch yourself watching WWE TV and be like, wow, this stuff is really out of control. <laughs> and he is at the, the sort of center of a lot of those. And I don't think it's ever his fault. But whenever they just get a shot of him... You know the classic WWE shot of the guy warming up for his match, and it's like, up next. Whenever they do that with Corbin, and it's just him putting his like king attire on, <laughs> it's like, man, this stuff is this stuff's out of control. So yes, that would be very good. I agree. We,
2: we will certainly cast Baron Corbin in the next Scooby-Doo film. We didn't do a sequel for this film. I don't know if we can.
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that now. So Wait, i got to give quick. my rating.
2: i got to give my rating. Okay, sorry. I'm, right. I'm
3: so scared of what it will be that I almost cut you off. <laughs> I'm scared of what it will be.
2: Yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna give this film it, w- it look it was fine it was a nice little kids film it was only an hour and 20 minutes I w- i'd rather watch this than raw uh we're, we're gonna give it two and, and three quarters all right wow that's
3: an Alexa bliss pay-per-view title match <laughs> you should be proud that's not like one of the ones where she'll do like a false finish good stuff love it two and three okay quarters. solid um in fact, I'm going to have to update that to the Bailey's pay-per-view title match, just for <laughs> controversial points. You have three options for next week, my friend. Jeez. One of them is up my, my alley as an analyst. The other one is continuing on the path we're on, and the third one is a completely different world which you seemingly want to enter. So this is what I'm going to give you, okay? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> First option. This is the one carrying on as we are. We can watch the other Scooby-Doo WWE film. I will say, before we did this review, I was not keen on that idea. But this has been quite an extraordinary <laughs> time we've had it, so I'm not against that.
2: Can't wait to play more Mystery or Machine next week yes, if
3: reviews. Of course, too. next week it'll be like Mystery or Machine, Scooby Doo, or WWF Heat. Wow, no, it's <laughs> <how laughs> thing that is. Um, okay, on the analyst side, the real you know we're talking serious film breakdown, the wrestler, which is a real cheery hour and a half of our time. Okay or we enter a whole other medium a whole other world as we review Elias' album that i believe is out next monday we can do now here's the thing about that that needs to be stressed if that's coming out on monday we have a we're gonna have a day of just one two yeah months, three, like, okay and that may be for the best i think to
2: be honest we're gonna have to listen to it like right before this show yeah.
3: <laughs> well, i think this is good i think this is a good thing though we'll have the first review on the market. Easily,
2: right? Yeah. Okay. We're. I mean, we're doing. We're doing. I have to yell at these fools in the the chat. Oh already posted. <laughs> okay. Sorry.
3: Feel being yelled at. This is very scary. Okay. What's what, What's the deal here, Jeremy? What What, what are you choosing here?
2: Oh, we're going with the Elias album.
3: <laughs> you didn't even feel the need to answer. You was like, "It's just an idea." Yeah. You it's didn't see.
2: Brain. Yeah. Well, I mean, I okay. put that on Twitter last night. That that song he did last night was good. I would I was gonna review this album in written form, regardless, because um, I've reviewed I reviewed the Enzo album, and look, nothing can be worse than that thing. I've reviewed the Leo Rush album as well. I was one hundred percent gonna review the Elias album. And I'll still do a written review, but the people wanted it for the distraction.
3: Okay, well, if there's one thing we do here, it's give the
2: people what they want.
3: Right? So that's yeah, that's where we're at next week. What's the name of that? The Un
2: he that didn't know the movie. name so why are we supposed to know it
3: what was it called Uni- was universal
2: it? truth universal truth terrible terrible album title for a <laughs> good good uh, do, do you see the layers there's layers there there's layers there Joseph what the no I don't I have no idea what you're talking about universe universal title, WWE universe truth. WWE universe you know our truth his, his truth he's speaking his truth to the yes. WWE universe the twenty
3: four seven nine eleven champion, <laughs> quote Charlie Crusoe, God bless her, wish her luck. Um, did you see that, Jeremy? Just to be clear, I'm not alone on that. Which did you one? See this? What? What? The Charlie Crusoe thing that happened this today, no. last night. No. She she legitimately called our truth the twenty four seven nine eleven champion live oh. on the Dove Network. Oh no! And boy, as someone who says a lot of dumb stuff on air. <laughs> Man, have I seen that look before? That was quite the quite the sight. Yeah, Truth,
2: R-Truth does a very good job because it's 24-7, I-95 yeah. interstate yeah. champion. That's what he says.
3: Yes. I did just put myself on Charlie Caruso's level as a broadcaster. I want everyone to know I That's just fair. did that. That's fair. Yeah, I That's agree. Fine. Okay, so this has been, um, wow, I'm not sure we we'll ever top this. I don't know if we spoke about the film, but we had quite <laughs> a lot of fun along the way, didn't we?
2: Um, alright everyone we're done we're out I think we're reviewing Elias next week I'm so pumped for this Elias yeah. album review I don't think it's gonna be a long album like I think it's only gonna be like 6 no, or 7 songs no.
3: you don't gonna be me a long album no, no? Okay. I hope Elias I hope
2: he's dropping you know 14 bangers 3 bonus tracks and everything like that's what I'm hoping for but I think well, I it's only gonna be like to 6 like, tracks
3: I hope he goes like 4 artists with it and there's a track on there that's like 11 minutes long just yeah. like I, I that would be that would be quite the play his <laughs> part. um i just hope this is a real album now because if not boy we're gonna have quite the task in our hands I'm pretty sure it, it is
2: i'm pretty sure it's a real yeah. album
3: the gimmick was definitely initially supposed to be that we laughed at elias and now he seems to have convinced himself that this is just his way to make music so that i say oh <laughs> how good on you it's good for you okay i'm looking forward to it uh
2: we'll be back on thursday talking wrestling i think Mm, we will um, decide
3: on that. later. Yeah.
2: there is. There's an impact show this weekend. There's a. There's WWE Hell in a Cell this weekend. So there's like. Yes. There's actual shows this weekend. Um, so we'll be back on Thursday talking that. Friday, I think we're doing TEW booking. Yes,
3: we may have to change the date because okay. I believe I am booked for a viewing of the 1960 cinematic special Psycho on Friday. That's where I'm at in my life, folks. You're asking me about whether I remember the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> Very different time in my life, but yes, we'll, we'll do. It'll be this week. We'll do something this week. definitely.
2: Okay. Um, Joel Perl and I are playing video games at some point tonight, probably like ten o'clock. So again, subscribe to the channel. Um, yeah, subscribe subscribe to the channel, YouTube.com/slashwifle. Leave a thumbs up. Tap the bell for notifications. We appreciate everyone uh, in the super chat. We appreciate everyone in the in the chat just hanging out with us. I enjoy doing these live shows. I don't know about you. It's nice because they're just done and I don't have to deal with any of the the other yeah. the other stuff, uploading yeah. it and whatnot. It's definitely a
3: case of like pros and cons for you because you're both looking at the chat as well as not having to do that work. For me, I am literally doing the exact same thing. <laughs> it, could, it, not, it, it could not be <laughs> different other than the fact that every once in a while I learn a new word, which is appreciated along the way. So yeah, yeah, it's fun for me too.
2: All right, everybody. We appreciate you listening. We'll be back on Thursday. The Distraction, 7 p.m., Fightful.com